milk check. Twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of RX Radio. This is your host, Dr. Richard Waith, and I am joined by Dr. Shannon Staten. How's it going? Hi, Richard. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be here. It's going great. I'm, I'm excited to have you on because we've recently met um, not too long ago. Uh, I was in Rhode Island. We were there talking basically business. I didn't really get to know you. Um, uh, that well on a personal level yet, but uh, we just kind of went through business because uh, the company I'm with now, VUCA Health, is a part of what you're doing, and um, I wanted to let the listeners hear a little bit about how this is working, what you're up to, Um, but before we get into that, let's uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Um, We loved having you up in Rhode Island. It was great to meet you in person, Uh, but I will tell you a little bit about myself. Um, Shannon Satan. I am the Director of Core Readiness at Core Higher Education Group. Um, I have a PharmD from the University of St. Joseph School of Pharmacy, as well as an MBA and a bachelor's degree in business from the University of Rhode Island. Um, I'm currently serving as the RIPA Secretary and the Membership Director, um, and I also serve as an AMCP diplomat for URI. Overall, I, you know, I just love the profession of pharmacy and the industry, and I think that there are just endless opportunities for those willing to put in the time and the work. So um, I'm really excited to be here. Cool. Well, we're happy to have you on. And just a quick question on the MBA that you did. Was that together with your PharmD or were they separate programs? Or Yeah, they were separate programs. So I did um, an accelerated three-year PharmD. Um, and at the same time, I actually was pursuing a part-time MBA. Um, so two different programs, two different schools, actually. Um, and then I ended up finishing my MBA around the same time as my PharmD, a little bit after, cool. but two different programs. That's interesting because I feel like a lot of students, you know, feel that they can't kind of do both if they've already, you know, got into a pharmacy school that's not offering the dual program. But it sounds like, you know, there's options out there if you're interested in going that route, you can. So that's pretty cool. There are. There are a lot of MBA programs that are part-time. Um, so you can really fit it into your schedule around your PharmD classes, which is really great. Nice. So let's, what is Core Higher Ed? Like what, what is the company? Tell us a little bit more details exactly what, um, what it is that you guys do. So Core Higher Education Group is a technology company, um, and we offer four integrated solutions to schools of pharmacy, schools of nursing, um, and other programs. And we help support the externship needs, competency management, learning, and presentation for students. Um, Our CEO is a pharmacist, and we originally began in the pharmacy market. You may be familiar with Core ELMS, which was formerly RX Preceptor, and we work with about 70 schools of pharmacy. Our newest product is Core Readiness, which I'm the director of. Yeah, so let's go into that. I mean, because I'm really excited to talk about this because I think this is kind of heavily involving our our future, you know, if you really think about it, because Mm -hmm. um, it does have an integration into pharmacy schools and it has an impact on students. And, you know, as we know, students are always the future. So um, what's, what's core readiness exactly? And, and uh, to, I guess let's dive into that. 
Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about Core Readiness today. Um, it's a pharmacy-specific online learning platform, and we host a library of hundreds of short courses. Um, and these are on a variety of subject matter, um, specific industry and market topics like 340B and the CMS five-star ratings, um, the various practice settings. So if you want, if you were a student and you wanted to explore all of the different types of practice settings, you have short courses on those. Um, we have courses on specific patient consultation skills, so how to consult patients on specific medications or health conditions, and that's really where our partnership um, has really come into play with VUCA Health, um, and even the technologies that support pharmacies. So we have short courses on specific technologies and different practice settings that you'll experience, different platform overviews, so that when you get to that setting, you're a little bit more better trained. Um, we really help support the colleges of pharmacy and their students by helping students refine their MTM and patient consultation skills, helping them prepare for their IPIs and APIs and residencies, as well as the workplace. And then we also help support those co-curricular initiatives with the colleges of pharmacy. Yeah, and that's kind of where, you know, I think we integrated well into there was, you know, not only do you have these very interactive courses, um, but they have videos um, for people mm-hmm. learn things. And that's kind of where VUCA Health played a role. And um, it's pretty cool because, you know, we started off basically helping patients, um, you know, with their medications. But now we're able to kind of reuse that content um, and helping patients, uh, sorry, helping students and professionals better counsel their patients. And I, and I think it's it's such a really good use case of uh, of the video. So I'm really happy that. Um, that you guys are doing that. So where is it now? Um, we kind of got a little bit of a background in it, like who's using it um, mm-hmm. and and where? what's the status of it currently? So we fully launched. Um, we have a lot of schools actually using it already. Um, and we just actually hosted a focus group at AACP um, with some of our schools that are using the platform and then some new schools that are actually interested in, in utilizing it. Um, so it's been in production for about two years. We completed a beta test. Um, we launched it at the AACP Tech Expo last year, um, and then we launched it to the market at the beginning of this year, 2018. Um, and we just conducted that focus group as a, a one-year check-in um, and also to explain it and get some feedback from some new schools. So we primarily have pharmacy schools utilizing the platform, um, but we also have pharmacy tech schools and businesses um, that help support their onboarding and training and professionals in the pharmacy market. So were there any, um, I, were you, are you able to go into like a little bit like what you've heard or like the feedback from them um, as to like yeah. how these focus groups and things like that went? Yeah, the focus group was great. Um, we had a ton of great feedback on just helping students to refine their patient consultation skills so that when they get to a setting, the preceptor can actually use them more in those MTM sessions or help to um, actually utilize and add more value when the students are out at those practice sites. Um, We also heard a lot of feedback about how a lot of students actually need help with their communication skills, and our courses really help to help that student feel more confident when they're out on rotation um, so they can improve their communication skills before they get there. And then as well as helping them to prepare for their interviews and for the workplace. So we heard a lot of great feedback regarding our professionalism skills courses, as well as our patient consultation skills courses. Cool. And I do think that we have some faculty members that are listeners and I, Mm -hmm. and I think that this is, you know, a, a lot of 
the things that you do is and you the conversations that you have is with you know faculty members at some of these pharmacy schools so what mm-hmm. would you say is like the most important message, I guess, or the most important thing for some faculty members to know about core readiness? The most important thing for the faculty members to know about core readiness is that we are actually here to support you and your students. Um, we help by providing that supplemental curriculum to help them refine those soft skills, to help them feel more confident when they're out on rotation, and to help them get those residencies and jobs that they really want. So we're really here to help support those faculty members. And I think support is a good way to put it because, you know, it's not replacing the curriculum. It's not providing them with a full curriculum. It's just, it's to support everything that they're currently um, have going on and just a little bit extra um, to give them that extra push with their communication skills. I think that's, uh, I think that's amazing. And exactly. So is this thing live now or, you know, how, how do students, can they just sign up now? Can they take a course or do they have to kind of go through their school to be able to do that? So what they can do is they can just go right to our website and create an account. Um, our website is corereadiness.com and you can create an account for free and then take any of our free courses. A lot of our content will be um, blocked. You'll have to create like a more premium account if you want to access some of it, but feel free to go and take any of our free courses right now. Um, you'll be able to learn a lot of valuable information. Nice. You know, the ultimate thing, and it's what, you know, we're pharmacists is what we're here for. What is like the impact, I guess, of like, what's the goals to eventually get to patient care? So I would say that our goals right now, um, we actually help support patient care because if the students are better communicators, they'll become better pharmacists and be able to relate to their patients more. Um, so sometimes as pharmacists, I think that we get really wrapped up in the in-depth like clinical intricacies. Um, and while that is really useful knowledge, the mass majority of the time, we have to be able to communicate with our patients um, about what is most important to them regarding their medications, health conditions, how to administer them without speaking over their heads or in terms that they won't understand. So our information, it's really valuable um, in helping to, you know, train the students on repetitive behaviors on, you know, this is exactly what you would need to say to a patient about atorvastatin, or this is exactly what you would need to say to a patient about their plaque psoriasis in terms that they'll understand. And I think that by watching, um, by having this content available to them in short course content, um, it really helps to define those skills. You know, what's interesting about this and, you know, it just kind of came to me. I re- we recently had an episode about, um, talking about pill pack and kind of the changes that's coming to the pharmacy landscape. And, one thing we mm-hmm. talked about was the we're going to start seeing, you know, uh, what's going to feel like a decrease of interaction, like, you know, direct face to face interactions with patients. And mm-hmm. a lot of that experience is going to go away. So I can actually see a huge fit here for, you know, these types of skills to be constantly needing to be brushed up on. Because one, sometimes you're not even face to face with some of these people that you're going to be communicating with if you're looking, you know, five, 10 years down the line. And, um, you know, these types of skills are just going to be so important for us to, like, have an easy way to kind of brush up on them um, because mm-hmm. it just might not be there all the time. So um, I'm, I think that's amazing. And I guess that's a pretty good segue to, you know, talking about the unconventional roles and the changes of pharmacy. So being in your role now, it, it's not status quo. It's not a conventional dispensing pharmacist, not even like the uh, clinical pharmacist, if you really think about it. Um, mm-hmm. what, 
let's talk about that. Like what advice do you have for others kind of looking to break out of that and to break out of what is kind of normal for a pharmacist? Yeah, I, I think that you have to define your own normal, you know? Um, and I would say to people that are like looking for something to break out of the status quo, you know, don't be afraid to take a risk. Um, don't be afraid to reach out if there's a, a company or if there's a position in the company that you're at that seems very interesting to you. Um, you know, just reach out and explore that and don't be afraid to um, take a risk or a challenge. Um, I really... I work with students from about five different colleges of pharmacy right now as a preceptor. Um, and I always encourage them to be fearless and to pretty much never take no for an answer. I know that that sounds like <laughs> it may be a little <laughs> um, much, but, you know, sometimes an, a no just means not right now. So you want to keep at it, be passionate, and keep pursuing your dream um, because pharmacy is just full of opportunities that may not be, you know, quote-unquote traditional. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, a, a way to really get out there and expand and maybe start is obviously there's so many things online you can look up and do some research on. But, you know, even the national meetings, I would say, like, I, I think there's an aspect, too, of attending some of these meetings and networking and communicating and, and kind of putting yourself out there um, is a good way to do that. Uh, did you want to talk a little bit about, like, the importance of, like, national, like, attending some of these meetings? Yeah, there are so many meetings that you can attend as a pharmacy student or as a pharmacist. Um, there's just so many different avenues to explore. Um, so I love attending the national meetings because you can learn more about the in, the industry in general. Um, you can learn more about, you know, that specific area that might interest you. You can meet those decision makers in the industry. Um, you can even find out if you're an entrepreneur and you want to find out, you know, where the opportunities are or where you could help support the industry. Um, it's great to be able to just walk the floor and see what's out there, um, as well as, you know, providing a unique way to um, actually meet and network with people, as well as collaborate um, with people that may be interested in collaborating with you. So I, yeah. I just I can't stress the importance enough of attending those meetings and getting that face to face interaction. Yeah, I think to add to that, too, I think an important thing to do is like as you're doing these, you know, exploring and going out there, try different things. Like I think you had mentioned, you know, try don't be scared to do things, try things like and what's mm -hmm. crazy is we go through pharmacy school. And if you really think about it, our lives up until graduation have just been so structured, you know, like we've gone to undergrad and then we knew we needed to get into school, but we had to study for this test called the PCAT. And then, and then we got into school and then we had to pass the boards, get into residency. So like, it's always been so structured. And then, but we've never, I don't think there's been a time where people have really kind of like took some time to figure out what it is that they like to do or what they're like, just get some self-awareness going on with their life. And, you know, you never know where you'd actually be an amazing fit with not only your skills that you've learned in pharmacy school, but then something that you're also just really passionate about or just have some skills about that you can apply it. And um, and I think you can do that by kind of, you know, what Shannon mentioned, by just kind of getting out there, being fearless, meeting people, networking and um, and, and the like. So um, so you were just at you were recently just at a, at a conference, right? Yes, I was just at AACP and it was in Boston, which is great. So what is AACP, just in case uh, some listeners might not know what that is? So AACP is basically for the College of the Pharmacy. It's the American Association of the Colleges of Pharmacy. Um, and their meeting, their national meeting, um, is typically held in the summer. They also have another meeting about halfway through the year. Uh, but 
the one that just recently passed was their annual meeting. So typically all of the colleges of pharmacy, whether it's the deans, faculty are all there and they are talking about pharmacy school pretty much. So is it only, is it open to students at all or is it only for like vendors and, or, and like faculty? No, it's open to students. I actually saw a lot of students that were there, you know, students that are interested in maybe academia or just um, whether they've created a poster or whether they just want to learn more about the industry. Um, Yeah, there were a ton of students there. Yes, as you can see, I I have not gone, so (laughs) so I didn't know. (laughs) But uh, cool, cool. So uh, what's, what's, I guess, like the most, the coolest thing you've seen or like what's the most interesting thing you might have gotten out of that, uh, out of that conference? They're talking about a lot of different things at these conference um, meetings, and I actually attended a session about EPAs, um, which was very interesting, just like helping those students again with some of those soft skills um, and professional skills and how they're going to actually implement these programs. The other thing was, you know, we hosted a focus group, which was great. Um, We had a lot of schools attending that, um, and I think that we were able to get a lot of great feedback to bring back to our product as well as to collaborate with um, some of our clients and some new clients as well. So let's wrap up here. Let's. What can you leave the Mm -hmm. students with, I guess, that is, um, you know, some some good general advice for, for pharmacy students? Good general advice for pharmacy students. Um, I would say, you know, be yourself is probably the most important thing and to really find out what um, what really makes you passionate about being in pharmacy. Um, and I think truly that um, this is kind of just the beginning. A PharmD is like a, it's a great jumping off point. It's a great degree to have. Um, but what truly matters is what you do in the next few years after you graduate, which can really help you to define your career path and to help you define your niche. Um, so don't take those years, you know, for granted, take a risk. Um, I would even say, you know, just live within your means. So you don't have to be like chasing a paycheck and you can kind of just take those risks early on before you have all of those additional responsibilities that life kind of just throws at you. Um, and then lastly, I would say to learn some business skills, um, even just like general business skills, the combination of business and pharmacy can provide you with some really interesting opportunities um, to challenge yourself and to be involved in the change and um, the way that the industry is progressing. One thing I wanted to add to that, actually, you spoke, Mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned live within your means. And that's interesting Mm -hmm. because so many, you know, pharmacy students, when they graduate, especially if they go directly into, you know, a um, like a community setting or just a high paying setting, um, it's a, it's a good chunk of change that, you know, you're going to make right off the bat. And what's crazy about that is even if someone takes, you know, the, your, your advice kind of like directly and they say, live within your means, they could be spending a lot of money, you know, on a (laughs) monthly basis, you know? So I even think that it's not only living within your means, but maybe even a step further of like, you know, kind of live modestly, you know, like try to, yeah, I guess that's kind of like where I was going with that, you know, just like, you know, don't get kind of like trapped in the, in the rat race, I guess, you know, give yourself a little bit of leeway so that you can take a chance someplace, you know, doing something else. Yeah. Cause you'll get used to like a certain lifestyle at some point, you know, which some people will, will take it as, well, this is in my means, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, if you decided that you wanted to take a risk and, you know, do something that, you know, might initially start off with a lower paying income or something like that, or even if you're an entrepreneur and, 
you know, you're just struggling to make ends meet. If you get used to a certain lifestyle that's within the means of, you know, that pharmacist's salary, it's going to get difficult, you know, for you to take those risks. So um, I'm glad exactly. we were able to kind of clear that up a little bit. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where I was going with that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool, cool. So, um, so tell, uh, thank you so much, first of all, for being on the show. I really, really do appreciate it. But tell the listeners um, where they'd be able to best reach you at. So, yeah, if you want to reach out to me, my email is shannon.satan, S-T-A-T-O-N, at corehighered.com. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely put that information uh, into the, um, what is that thing called again? Into show notes. There you go. And I'll put that thing into the show notes down below. And if anyone wants to shoot you an email, they'll be able to. Or if they want to sign up, like you've mentioned, to the course or to any of the, try some of the courses, um, they'll be able to get that information in the show notes below. So, Shannon, thank you so much for being on the show. Great. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed what you just listened to. Make sure to follow us on your favorite social media platforms and however you're listening, whether it be on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or something else we didn't just mention, we'd appreciate you to subscribe, leave us a rating, and even drop us a comment and let us know what you think. And until next time, see you over the counter.